Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm your host, Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and co-host, Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. This week, we got for you Pitmaster Richard Fergola. He is owner and founder of Fergalicious Barbecue, and you want to check out his website, which is FergaliciousBBQ.com, and we're going to be talking to um, Richard coming up in the second and third segment, and he's doing a class that you guys want to hear about. Also, Andy, last weekend as we head into Thanksgiving, coming up yes, on sir. Thursday, so we're going to do our last bit of turkey. I think it's time to uh, talk turkey again. Talk turkey. The final, the final turkey talk. We should, we should also throw in a little uh, uh, leftover turkey, which is, in my case, white bread, turkey, mayonnaise lettuce oh no we're gonna fix that <laughs> and i'm done and then and, and some chips and some chips so uh just quickly a buddy of mine was out of town i'm not gonna say what city he was in he's, he's my comedian buddy elliot three um by the way quick shout out to the elks lodge in poplar bluff missouri and the birthday par- party in topeka kansas i did last saturday and the career's taking off people but so, <laughs> thanks to the show <laughs> <laughs> but so my my buddy was in a city and again and they're not a, it's not a city known for barbecue so i i will say that up front it, you know we're not talking memphis we're not talking Texas. We're not talking Carolinas, not talking Kansas City, but he was at this convention thing for work and they said, hey, tonight we're going to have barbecue and him being from Kansas City. He's all excited. You hate that, right? When somebody says that to you and you're from here and they go, we got barbecue. You go, no, oh, yeah, no, you you're, you're going, yeah, yeah, you think you do. Well, he was excited because they heard barbecue, just like, you know, Pavlov's dog. And he goes in there and it's, it's just like a turkey breast and a couple of sides. And I don't. Know, and he said it was just awful. And he said these people are eating it like this is great. Like mm. I said, was there even barbecue sauce? He didn't even remember them having barbecue sauce. But it, it just goes to show for for uh, for those of us who live somewhere or people who cook on their own, we're spoiled. We're spoiled with good barbecue, <laughs> you know. And and I'm okay with being spoiled. I don't. Well, we're not going to let anybody dry out their turkey, and we'll probably talk about smoking <laughs> your turkey. I don't want to be unspoiled when it comes to barbecue. I want to say stay spoiled. When I go on the road, I want to find barbecue places that I love, you know, and, and keep them in mind the next time I'm on the road. But uh, T-shirts, I, T-shirts. I'm from Kansas City, and I'm entitled <laughs> to good barbecue. Can well, you see Dave in a barbecue bougie T-shirt? It just says barbecue bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I well, think that would be you great. know our, our philosophy here at Barbecue Radio Nation has always been because we have guests all over the country, and one even Australia. We can brag about is when somebody says our barbecue is the best. We go, yes, it is. So wherever you're from, if if your barbecue you think is the best, we're not here to argue. We're yeah. here to agree with you. Thank you for noticing. Yes, yes. You know, you you like the vinegar sauce, the, the sugar, molasses. Yes, yes, yes. No sauce. Yes, we love barbecue. So <laughs> whatever you throw at us, we love it. Thank you for joining us here. So 
Now we got to get educated with our Ask Andy segment sponsored by our November barbecue sauce of the month. Speaking of sauces, and in honor of Veterans Day being this month of November, it's Bravo Bravo Q KC Smoke Barbecue Sauce. 16 ounces, only $7.99, a sauce to serve those who served us. This is this is really good sauce. Uh, all three of us had it. I think, Andy, you had a little help in making this stuff. No, no, no. I didn't did, help make it, but I, I was there for the launch. There I you did go. do some demo with so, it and show people how great it is. So you, you helped out, and this is a wonderful cause. 100% of the proceeds support the goal to end veteran homelessness. T-Bone, of course, is a veteran, and you can get Bravo Bravo Q. KC Smoke Barbecue Sauce at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us for Ask Andy? Okay, before I ask this question, I need to give a heads up that if there are any junior high boys in the room, you must ask them to leave. Otherwise, oh, giggling my. will commence. I already know what the question well, is. Then I have to leave because I have the, <laughs> I got I the mentality of a junior high boy. All right, go so. right ahead. I, Andy, I understand spatchcocking is the way to go. I've never done it before. (laughs) I haven't during COVID. I can tell you that right right, now. Guys, you know we're talking about turkey here. So let's just keep this. Okay, sure. Okay, I understand spatchcocking is the way to go. Mm -hmm. I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. Any tips before I take a finger off? (laughs) Joe Stevens from Michigan wants to know. That wasn't dirty, but it was so so Joe Stevens, the reason that you would want a spatchcock, number one, is to cook evenly your birds. So when that bird is all together and you've got your dark meat shoved up against the white meat and you put it in the oven, it's not going to cook as evenly, especially the bigger the bird is, the more unevenly it's going to cook. So when you spatchcock, and spatchcocking is actually cutting out the backbone. So you're going to cut the backbone out, which is going to allow you to go ahead and break that wishbone and breastplate and flatten the bird so your legs are out next to your breast and your breast surface area is all exposed. You, you get know, all T-Bone's of that T-Bone's done area. yoga and he can do that now. <laughs> but that's, that's called the the downward spatch. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> I have but, trouble tying my shoelaces, but keep going. Yeah, so that spatch cocking of the bird will make it cook more evenly. You definitely want to do that. Get a good pair of kitchen shears and follow the spine of the bird. You can cut right through that rib cage, get right through that uh, back plate, and just pull that out, and then take that breast plate, push it flat, and you can lay that bird out, and it will cook much more evenly. Okay, let me, let me ask you a question. If it's your first time, special cocking, uh, do you... Uh, <laughs> Junior high, junior high. Is it is it better to start on a smaller bird for the first time just to practice before you get like a 16-pound turkey? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Start on a smaller bird. You could also practice on a chicken. Oh. Because spatchcocking chickens are a great way to cook them as well. So if you want to start on something a little bit less intimidating, starting with a chicken is an easy way to go. What about a little Cornish hen? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, that I've, you know I've never done that, but I imagine that would work out just fine. So I know we're going to talk about smoking turkeys in, in in segment four here today, but when you do have the whole turkey, I mean people you know put most of them in the oven and everything. How do you get it so that it comes out so the white meat's not too overdone, the dark meat isn't too underdone? How do you how do you do that? You use a thermometer. <laughs> 
I should have seen that one coming. <laughs> you know I'm going there. But, 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 Andy, can, can you emphasize the importance of the correct tool for the correct job yes, on this? Good point. Yeah, so a thermometer in your white meat. No, 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 not what? the thermometer. I'm talking about the spatchcocking. <laughs> Well, I want to talk about need a good pair of kitchen shears. I mean, that's the thing. You don't want to use a knife, right? No, you don't want to use a knife. You don't want to do a. Uh, anybody that wants to see a great spatchcocking, just Google <laughs> Kelly Urick on Facebook and type in turkey next to it, and the video will show up of Kelly spatchcocking a chicken with a ten-inch chef's knife. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life, guys. Did he hurt himself? No, he didn't. But we were on. We were ready for speed dial. <laughs> but but he said it could be done in five minutes. And how long did it take? Oh, it was it was almost twenty, I believe, by the time he was. <laughs> is done. it one of those times where you've dialed nine one one, you just haven't hit? Yes, send that yet. is exactly what it was. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly, we love you. We all, we love Kelly Urich. By the way, if you're in Kansas City in the area, he's on KCMO FM, friend of friend of the show. Is Kelly Yerk. Well, that that's pretty cool. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about more about turkeys. I mean, it's coming up Thursday. The big day's Thursday. And I still think that's gotta be one of the most intimidating things to cook. And uh, we'll be talking more about that. Of course, we're gonna also be sending out a bottle of Bravo Bravo Q KC Smoke Barbecue Sauce. 16 ounces, only $7.99, great on pork, ribs, anything. And it benefits the Veterans Community Project. You can get that at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com or the KC BBQ Store.com or just look up Veterans Community Project and you can buy it from them directly. And again, 100% of the uh, proceeds go to those small houses, which is so, so cool to help get veterans off the street. So please, we're bringing Please up- do that. I, I don't want to end up homeless. Yes. Well, for so many reasons. We got Pitmaster Richard Vergola. He's coming up next on Barbecue Radio Nation. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Annie Groneman. And this week, very excited to have with us Pitmaster Richard Fergola. He's owner and founder of Fergolicious Barbecue. I love the name. Brand ambassador to Green Mountain Grills and general manager at KC Grilling Company. A couple of websites, and we'll talk about them later, are FergoliciousBBQ.com and KCGrillingCO.com. CO for company by the way. And uh, Richard, welcome. Welcome to the Barbecue Radio Nation. How you doing, buddy? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me on, man. Thank you. You're in exciting Gardner, Kansas, from what I understand. 
I am. The yes, ga- the, the metropolis of Gardner. The gateway to Olathe. So that's <laughs> the a, gateway to, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's a local Midwest joke, but if, if and, just trust me, wherever you're at, that was funny. Just just so you know. Just and so you and know. you're speaking to a world champion from Gardner, Kansas. We are speaking to a current world champion. Uh, tell us about that real quick. Oh man, uh, it's still kind of sinking in. You know, it's. Um, you know, I mean, this is a very big, very prestigious contest, and um, it's uh, any big contest like that, what we call majors. Um, you know, I try to go into them just just as if it's another contest, because when you step back and look at it from afar, it really is just a just another contest. But um, you know, to to put together a solid cook, two solid cooks over the weekend, finished eighth in the uh, in the open with 111 teams, and then. And then winning the grand championship of the Invitational, which is just ninety-five grand and reserve grand uh, teams, um, with a seven hundred. I was seven oh six, I think. And um, you know, it just it's a it's a great feeling. Um, you know, it, you put in a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of work um, to get to that level, and and uh, it finally paid off. You know, so still pretty excited about it. Uh, excited about the future, and and. Uh, Still kind of kind of relishing it, but ready to you know move forward here so shortly. So. You're still on that barbecue competition high, aren't you? Um, you know, <laughs> when you when you cook your very last contest of the year and it's a world level competition and you win it, yeah, I mean you're 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 on a little bit of a high for a few more days than usual. So um, you just yeah, dropped, was, the, it, it, you yeah, just dropped the mic and go, I'm out. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, man, I appreciate that, and it's. Um, um, it, it, it's, it was, it was a lot of fun. We had a great weekend. I had a lot of great people around me and, uh, um, just, just happy to come home with the win. Well, yeah, Richard, that's exciting. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And this is what I think is also exciting is you're taking your, your championship knowledge and teaching a class this weekend. So those like, how many people are going to be in the class about? Um, I, I usually, uh, cap it off at 25. Oh, so, so a lot of people, st- you know, a lot of people procrastinate. And, you know, try to sign up at the last minute. Um, I think we're at like 15 or so right now. This is a holiday meets class. So um, I teach this one every year and, and we, you know, we do different things like turkey and prime rib and we're going to so, do a so whole going to be in the, So what's going to be in the class this weekend? What are we, what are you covering? Uh, so we're doing uh, boneless uh, turkey breasts, which we sell at our store. And then we're going to do some uh, Snake River Farms prime rib. And then um, I'm sponsored by Prey Fresh Pork. So I'll be doing a, a, a fresh bone-in ham. And, oh, awesome. uh, and then we'll have some, uh, rack of lamb too. So, uh, just some unique things that a lot of people, you know, usually, you know, that look at cooking for Thanksgiving and, uh, we're going to do some kind of unique, cool things with it and show people how they can do that in their backyard. Great. So with a, with a Turkey, we're, we're going to be talking a little bit more with Andy later in our fourth segment about Turkey. Tell us a little bit about the class and what you're teaching them regarding the Turkey. So, uh, I don't know how many years it's been. Um, Years and years ago, and a lot of a lot of barbecue restaurants cook these same turkey breasts. Uh, we get them through our through our wholesale, um, you know, meat company that we order through, and these things are huge. Uh, you know, they're they're anywhere from twelve to fifteen pounds a piece. Just for uh, the turkey wow. breasts? Yeah, they're big. They're what very. Are they, big. What are these I mean, dinosaur we, turkeys? I mean, how uh, no. big are these? That's massive. Yeah, that's we, massive. I mean, we get them in a case and, and the cases are usually between 25 and 30 pounds and there's two cryos in there. So, um, they're, they're awesome. They're big and they're delicious. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've always been a guy and I, and I've got a lot of chef friends, um, uh, that have barbecue restaurants and things like that, but I'm not a real chefy guy, but I usually, um, my motto with barbecue, especially with the backyard guys kind of keep it simple and make, make it simple, 
but be able to cook it right and have it be tender and juicy at the very end so that, you know, you, you get all that turkey flavor. So that's, I mean, it's pretty much what I do with these turkey breasts. I mean, we do an injection. Um, that's what I was just going to ask brine versus uh, injection. Well, when I do a boneless turkey breast, uh, I, I just feel like it gets more benefit out of an injection. Um, if I'm doing a whole, a whole bird, uh, you know, that's, bone in and all that i brine it and inject it so um i i see a whole turkey as an opportunity i can get as much moisture in there as i possibly can so i brine them and i inject them but when i'm doing just the breasts the boneless breasts um i just i pump them full and then hit hit them with the smoke ingredient and then uh you know slice them up to perfection baby and are you doing a hotter cook or a, a, a lower and slower cook on the breast only um, you know, it depends on what fit I'm on. Um, I, lately I've been cooking a lot on my drum and, uh, I, I really like the turkey breast on the drum. Um, but sometimes I'll run them on my green mountain grill, pellet grill, but, um, if I'm running on the drum, I'm needles up at 300 all the time, pretty much anything I cook on that. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, which is, which is really good with poultry. You know, I mean, you just, it, you get it in and get it out. You know, I don't, the longer that kind of meat stays in there, I just feel like you have a, a bigger chance of trying it out. So, um, then I've cooked, I've cooked thousands of these turkey breasts. So it's, uh, so what's um, the magic pull temp for those breasts? I pull them at 157. There you go. You know, I mean, a lot. everybody says with poultry, 165, 165, 165. But in, in all the times that I've cooked them, uh, you know, I started pulling them at that temperature around 155, 157. And when I'd slice in the middle, it was just magic. I mean, it was still, it was still dripping with moisture. And I felt like if I went too far past that, then I started to hit that point where it was going to start to dry out. So I started pulling them there, letting them rest for a couple minutes, and then and then we go right to it. And I'm a sandwich guy, so um, <laughs> I, you know when I get turkey, man. I mean, even when we have Thanksgiving turkey, I'm I'm taking that meat and I'm making a sandwich. Oh, I was it, so. just just busting yeah. on Dave earlier about being a sandwich guy white for the bread, leftovers. Hang on, white bread, mayonnaise, lettuce, turkey. You're done. That's all you need, right? Right, Richard. Back me no. up on this. Oh, man. Yeah, no, can't back you up. I can't hey, back man. you up on the mayo part, brother. I what? mean. What do you want? I'm what? A, I, well, first of all, I, I like it on Texas toast or a, okay. like a, like a slider bun, like a Hawaiian slider bun. Um, and then I, I, I know this is going to go way off, but I'm a mustard and onions guy. Yes. Um, so even as a little kid, my mom would be making turkey and she'd have gravy and potatoes and all that stuff. And I'm over here watching my dad take two pieces of bread and put turkey and mustard and onions in there. And I just, I can't get enough of that. So, um, but we, you know, we, uh, I've, I've kind of, I've kind of elevated from that. I like putting an onion ring on it and maybe we have this barbecue sauce at the store. That's a, it's called Crandy Q. It's from Corey Valley and it's like a cranberry barbecue sauce and it is absolutely fantastic. Um, but see, just as simple as that, you get a Hawaiian slider bun, uh, thinly sliced smoked turkey, an onion ring and cranberry, cranberry barbecue sauce. Nice. You know, I, I hate to, it. I hate to argue with the fact that I'm dealing with, with Annie Groneman and Richard Fergola, both barbecue experts, but I'm, I'm right. Just so you both know. And <laughs> you can you, say that. You're both wrong. Uh, <laughs> you probably put mayo on a cheeseburger too, don't you? Yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Oh yeah. That's forbidden. If you see me at Sonic, man, put some, oh. put some mayo on that burger. Oh. Absolutely. Hey, oh, we're yeah. We're, we're talking with Pitmaster Richard Fergola. He's owner and founder of Fergolicious Barbecue. Um, you can check out their website, which is fergoliciousbbq.com. Also, kcgrillingco.com. That's for company. That's kcgrillingco.com. He's the general manager of the KC Grilling Company and brand ambassador to Green Mountain Grills. We'll be back with more with Richard coming up next 
right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Andy Groneman. And this week, we're talking with pitmaster Richard Fergola. He's owner and founder of Fergalicious BBQ, and he's been featured on Season 5 of Barbecue Pitmasters on Destination America and Food Network's Chopped. Check out his websites, FergaliciousBBQ.com and also CaseyGrillingCO, for company, .com. And, uh, you We've been talking about the classes, but before we get to the classes, um, T-Bone told me and Andy, before we even got on the phone with you, Richard, is everybody would just think that Fergalicious BBQ comes from your name, but there's actually more of a story to that? There is, um, and and it does come from my last name, uh, but the story behind it is um, our youngest son, who actually turned 17 last week, when he was six, we were, uh, we have a Perkins here in town. And, but before it was a Perkins, it was just an empty, just an empty restaurant. And it was that way for years. And, uh, we had just gotten started in barbecue. We hadn't really named ourselves yet. And, uh, um, we were driving by it and he was sitting in the back seat in his, in his car seat. And just out of nowhere, we were driving by, he peeked out the window and he said, Hey, mommy, daddy, you should, you should buy that place and call it Fergalicious barbecue. And my wife and I looked at each other. Like we were like, first of all, how does he know what Fergalicious is at six years old? Um, but, uh, what's, what's, yeah, what's crazy about that is, I mean, my nickname is Fergie and it's been Fergie since I was like 10. And, um, you know, and then when that song came out, I was actually a college head wrestling coach at the time. And all my, all my wrestlers would be like, coach, this song's about you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so we just, we, my wife and Alicia said, that's, that's the name right there. So, uh, I had some former wrestlers at the time that were graphic artists and we just started piecing together, you know, artwork for it in the beginning. And, and, uh, then when we were, we, you know, we had our first logo and when we were, when we got picked to be on uh, barbecue pitmasters, we were like, we need to come up with something new because when this comes out, everybody's going to see it. And so we need to be solid on our logo. And so we had something created going into that. And so, and now we're on, I'm on logo number three, you know, rebranding happens, happens <laughs> you know, every now and then. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, that's how, yeah, that's how Rock, Rock was the one that came up with it. So. Out of the mouths of babes right there. You yep. got yourself yep. a slogan. So uh, before I turn it back to you and Andy, uh, you were, we were mentioning between segments about classes you've got coming up and you have a couples class coming up around Valentine's day, right? I do. I do. I, it's, it's one that I teach every year. Um, it's a lot of fun. You get couples in there. We get, you know, we have some wine and, and some beer and, and I usually do, you know, meats like, like tri-tip or tomahawk steaks and, you know, kind of some high end, uh, uh, things. And then some, some cool practical things that the backyard, you know, this, these kind those kind of classes are all geared towards the backyard cook. And, um, when I do any backyard class, I try to, I try to have a couple different pits going. I have a pellet grill, I'll have a, a drum going, something that we have in our store or, or something that I just use in my backyard so that I can, you know, share that knowledge with them. And, 
you know, whether it be the, you know, whoever in that relationship is the cook or whether it's both of them. Um, I think it's great. I, I, I love it. I, I, that's probably one of my most fun classes I teach all year because I get a lot of questions. Well, so, well Richard, um, let me ask you about the Valentine's class. If I bring some jewelry and a couple of T-bone steaks, could you get me a date for the class <laughs> so I don't have to sit there by myself? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny you. It's funny you mention that. I've got, I've got, um, I've got some uh, customers that are, you know, little customers of the store that uh, their significant other doesn't want to come, so they like just grab a buddy and say, "This is my couple for the night. We're gonna pay." <laughs> and uh, you know, the, those two guys come in and they're like, "Well, we just, well, we just want to learn how to cook this stuff, man." <laughs> hey, for, I, I've done, I've done a lot worse for T-bone steaks. I can tell you that right now. I have done yeah, a lot worse. Yeah. Those couples classes are a ton of fun, and and I like it when the real couple show up because you get to see the dynamic at the table and they're always, there's great questions that come out of it. Those are probably the funnest ones to do, honestly. Oh, Oh, absolutely. And you know, if, if you just have like a husband wife and you know, typically the, the people that we get to come into that class, the husband's usually the cook. And, but what's, what's fun is the, is the wife likes to ask a lot of questions. And I love that. I just, I, and they ask questions that sometimes the guys don't ask. And, um, well, that's because so right. women communicate and men are idiots. Yeah. Let me just exactly. break it down. Let me just break it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, you just get to, you get to see that great dynamic and, um, and it, it just ends up being a blast. You know, we just have a lot of fun talking and, barbecue. And sometimes it's flipped. I've got a couple that comes to a lot of our classes and she's actually the cook. So when her husband yeah. said, oh, yeah, I'm buying her this this new, you know, comp cart smoker, blah, blah, blah. I thought he was joking like he was buying it for himself. And no, she was super excited. <laughs> she picked the cart color. She was like, no, it's going on my deck. This is my. Pick. Yes. Yep. I've had a couple of them as well. <laughs> and I want to be in the class so I can show up with my jar of mayonnaise just to get thrown out. Oh, of the class. Geez, <laughs> before, boy. So, before I even meet Mrs. Wright. <laughs> so you've got a bunch of comp classes coming up and not just just here at, at Casey Grilling Company, you're you've teaching them all over the country. So what do you have coming up uh, here soon? Yeah, you know, it was, it, probably over the last year or two, um, we've been doing I've been doing a lot more collabs. And I'll be honest with you, I love those. I love those more than just doing it myself because, you know, and I think the student is the winner because you get uh, you get to see two different pitmasters views um, at, on things. And plus, it just it's way more fun when you get to play off another pitmaster. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, so I, you know, I did, uh, I think a year ago, I, I did one in Tempe, Arizona with, uh, my boy Schmitty from Luton Booty and, and we've done a couple and then we, he came here and we did one back here in April. Um, I went to Chesapeake, Virginia and did one with Childs. We did a comp class up there in Virginia. Um, but coming up here, I've got, I've got my, my Fergalicious comp class on December 4th at Casey Grilling Company. It's my tell all KCBS. And then, um, January 15th, I'll be down at Halotes, Texas at uh, the Lone Star Barbecue Pro Shop. Uh, I'm doing a, a full class with Phil Breeden from LC Barbecue. He's going to do all four meats. I'm going to do all four meats, and he's going to do IBCA chicken. So that class is going to be loaded with information. Um, and then um, and then in February, February 26th at Casey Grilling Company, uh, Chris Schaefer um, from Heavy Smoke, who actually... Chris, this weekend at the World at the World uh, Championships, Chris won the Open, um, and that's his second World Championship. And then I won the Invitational. So, in that class, you're actually getting the two yeah, current uh, KCBS World Champions. So, yeah, that's um, gonna be that's gonna be an awesome class. That's your double header so, of barbecue right there. Yeah. So we got about <laughs> yeah. two minutes left. Uh, how do people sign up for the classes, Richard? 
So all of my classes, uh, a registration is all available through my website for delicious barbecue.com. It has a description of the class, everything we're teaching. You can pick your, you know, we, for the comp classes, we usually have a pit master, um, registration and like a spouse or a teammate registration. So, um, all I have to do is go to fergalicious and most of my classes are right on that front page, but you can just click on barbecue classes and it'll take it each one and you can pick out which one you want to do. Um, and then we got one more comp class in April with uh, Sunny Moody. We're doing a steak and brisket. Um, she just won the world food championships and steaks. So, uh, another class with two world champions in it. So, um, that's going to be a fun one too. Yeah, that sounds like that'll be a blast. And with where all of these have just kind of happened you know, recently, too, with World Foods just kind of rounding out. And last weekend, of course, with Shawnee, when you won your world championship, uh, when's the next comp coming up? Because I know we're kind of at a lull unless you're going to head to Florida. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not cooking as much as I used to. Um, uh, so my, my right now, as of right now, my first comp won't be until March. So, um, this will be, this will be time that I focus on the store and get through the holidays and, and, uh, you know, just start to plan for 2022 for four years straight. I did 30 plus contests and, and this year I only did 15. So, um, and in 2020, I only did one, and, which was the KCBS World Invitational. So, and honestly, 15 feels pretty good, right, compared to the 30 plus. Because I know, I know when I stepped back a little bit, it really, really made a difference. You kind of get used to not cooking 30 plus again. You, you do. I and, and but I'm kind of a grinder, so I kind of like that. But um, I just got so many other things happening now. I, I just feel like things have kind of transitioned in my barbecue. Um, journey and so I'm doing other things more classes and more other type events and uh, and that's fine I mean that's good you know you, you, you change your focus a little bit but I still like to, I still like to stay competitive well Richard we're running out of time we thank you so much for being a guest on the show with all your traveling if you don't mind since I do comedy I'd like to open up for you if that's okay that's just um, I love it <laughs> I'll tell some bad jokes and get people in the mood for cooking again we've been with Pitmaster Richard Fergola check out his website Fergalicious .com and we'll be back on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got both commercial and residential smokers. And our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to a brand-new affiliate to Barbecue Radio Nation. Yeah, yeah. And all oh, that good yeah. stuff. Uh, a neighbor. Uh, uh, yes, Phil McCombs, a good friend of the show, who's brought many of our uh, shows onto his stations. Z107.5 FM KRZD Springfield Rocks. 
Not Cleveland Rocks. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Springfield Let's Rocks. clarify. Uh, if you've watched The Simpsons, oh, you yes. know there are very many Springfields. <laughs> Thank you. Springfield, Missouri. And we've got, who's our buddy down there that's got the barbecue place down in Springfield? We just had him on the show not too long ago. Brad Leininger. Brad Leininger. So he's going to be able to listen to himself, maybe, when he's on the yeah, show. He's, he's right. down there getting basted. He's getting basted. And they're, they're also on 1550 AM. Again, that's KRZD out of Springfield, Missouri. Thank you, Phil McCombs. Check him out at Z107.rocks. Not .com, .rocks. I like that. There we go. I didn't even know you could do that. But, oh, ooh. you can do dot .tv. You can do dot .rocks. You can do all kinds of dots. Can I do dot .comedy for my career? Okay, you should try that. You really should give that a try. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, always thank you to all of our affiliates for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. And thank you for listening. We always appreciate it. Time now for the Kansas City Barbecue Store Product Spotlight. From the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Andy, I'm going to put this one on you, buddy. So here we are. We're, we're, this, is the, this is the weekend before Thanksgiving. That's right. The, the biggest day of the year for eating. And I've been coming up with these turkey products that you've been making fun of me. <laughs> this is a good one. I've, I've like been real happy one. about that because I still think that $3.99 baster is the way to go. Uh, but here we go. It is the Charcoal Companion Stainless Steel Turkey Infusion Roaster. $32.99. Um, holds up to 16 pound turkey and it's got this little chute that you pour liquids into it right yep and it's got all of the perforations on it so that it can moisturize that turkey and allow the liquid to kind of cook it from the inside uh, and and get those flavors infused really nice piece of equipment and so here's the thing we were talking earlier about you know, we've talked about some roasting. We've talked about different, you know, frying turkeys. We hadn't hit the smoking yet. And that is a great tool to use if you're going to smoke your turkey. Is that it's kind it's of, going to help keep it moist? Is that absolutely. part of it? Absolutely. Okay. And it's going to cook from the inside as well. So you're going to get a little more even cooking uh, against those, those pieces of meat from the inside. So I like to use that type of device if I'm going to cook low and slow. The other thing, though, that I do is let's say that I'm not doing the the 24 pound monster for <laughs> you know the the huge family right. meal if i'm just going to cook a turkey breast i like to do that as a roulade when i smoke it and so you can take that turkey tenderloin you take your whole breast right so both sides and you lay open the turkey tenderloins out of that and and put them opposite each other wrap that in bacon and then wrap the skin back around it oh wow and so you kind of butterfly those open, lay the, the bacon in there, wrap the skin back around it, and then you can smoke that, and you won't risk it drying out as much because you've got all of that pork fat from the bacon and the fat from the skin basting those breasts as they cook. And then you've got something that you can just pull out of the cooker and slice right onto the, the tray and serve, and it's beautiful. And that's called a roulade? Yes. Okay. Look at me speaking French, I think. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so, so that's a great idea. And of course, kind of getting back to uh, the original thought of Charcoal Companion Stainless Steel Turkey Infusion Roaster. It's only $32.99. Order it now so you can have it ready for Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Get, get it that in speed there. order. And you can get that at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Quick question on that, because it's got this tube to pour the liquid in. 
We've talked in the past about what do you call it? The, the beer can? Yeah, beer can chicken, chicken holder, sure. So this is kind of similar to that, right? Yeah, this is that style of cooker, but instead of a beer can, you need something that's a little stouter to hold the turkey up, right? You're talking about a 16-pound bread. Right. So this essentially will hold that beer and any other liquid you want to put in there, by the way. You don't just have to use beer. Hold on, beer. T-Bone, he said, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, watch this. Watch this, hold my beer. Uh, so let, let me ask you, besides beer, what, what's something uh, liquid that you might pour into that tube before you cook your 16-pound bird? I usually will take a little bit of stock and juice, so like chicken or turkey stock, mm-hmm. and then your like orange juice, almost like you're going to make a mojo a or something. That, yeah, it. a little citrus in it. And uh, pour that in there and then throw some whole cloves of garlic. Uh, just anything that's aromatic you can put in that tube and it's going to help flavor. Man, you, 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 know, you know, you may turn into a barbecue expert someday. One of these that, days. One of Dave. these days. You're going to be, because that, that's brilliant. Anyway, check that out at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. So staying with the turkey theme, because here it is the weekend before Thanksgiving. Let's talk a little more about smoking uh, the whole turkey. All right. That seems like a very big challenge. So typically, you know, and and like I said, if if I'm doing a a bird, I like to spatchcock and roast is my favorite way to do it. But if I want to go old school and smoke the turkey, I'm going to inject the heck out of it. Okay. Um, And that's for flavor and moisture. Right. We talked about brining and how you can do that. uh, Smoking is going to dry it out more than anything, right? As far as ways Uh, of cooking? Yeah. I mean, probably the biggest way to dry it out is in an oven. Anything that is gas or electric is a dry heat. Gas actually pulls moisture out of the air as it burns. That's why we run humidifiers on our furnaces, right? Because the air dries out so bad. Okay. So so gas actually pulls moisture out of the air. Electric is dry. Wood-fired cookers, though, are a moist heat because wood is, is putting water vapor back into the pit. So cooking it in the oven is the worst way to dry it out. Okay. Uh, but if you're smoking it, you still want to try over that longer period of time, it will lose more moisture. So you want to add some to kind of keep it right where you want it. So I usually inject. And if I'm doing that and I'm going to go for a smoky flavor, I'll double down on that and inject with something that's going to really be nutty and smoky, like a pecan butter or something like that that's going to really give it that rich, nutty, smoky flavor. That's nice. Now, now I assume people could look up, you know, they Google how many pounds and and the temperature and how long and all that. But as far as going back to the thermometer that we've talked about, what are you kind of looking for when you're doing, uh, in this case, a whole turkey and you're smoking it? So if I drop that thermometer in the deepest part of the breast. Which is where you want to go, yep, right? You want to see 155 when you pull it out. Okay. And that is going to let you pull that out of the cooker. It's going to rest and kind of come up to 160, which will be perfectly succulent turkey. Do you wrap it or anything when you first take it off? No. I, I You know, if I pull it off, I might tent foil over the roaster that it's sitting in. But other than that, that's it. Okay. And and then um, before we run out of time, because we're, we're this is the day, and then we got the weekend, other than my delicious white bread sandwich... Throw us some quick leftover ideas. All right, leftovers for turkey. So you want to do a turkey pot pie mm. at some point for game day because it's just awesome. Yes. Turkey and noodles. Oh, yes. Right? Like the fresh homemade egg noodles or frozen like Mrs. Reams or whatever that is, the egg noodles. Yeah. Uh, or turkey noodle soup. Also phenomenal. And then you can take that turkey and 
put it on a flat top and really get it all crusty and make uh, make like a turkey and cheese uh, panini out of it, right? So you can take your little white bread sandwich to the next level. <laughs> so getting back to the, the, the turkey pot pie, um, if you're if you're like um, somebody like me, is there a way to make that e- easy, or do you have to pretty much kind of like you're like baking like a pie? Only of course there's turkey in it. No, it's easy. Here's the, here's like the one minute version of it, right? Uh, uh, now I know you're talking my language. You. So you're gonna take celery, onion, and carrot, so two to one onion to the celery and carrot. So two parts onion, one part celery, one part carrot. Just put that in some butter and cook it until it's opaque, starting to get soft, mm-hmm. right? Throw in a couple of tablespoons of flour, salt and pepper, and then add your butter to that or whatever oil you're using. Add that to that if you're Hold trying on. to be a little T-Bone, healthier. He said butter. I did say butter. He said but he said butter more than once. Lots so of butter. Lots you're going to just mix that in and let that start to take on a little color. Add your chicken stock or turkey stock to that. And as soon as that starts to thicken, add some peas, add some carrots, and then put your turkey in. That's going to be your filling for your turkey pot pie. Throw that on a pie crust, and then over the top, you're going to either put make your own croutons, or you can put panko over the top and parmesan. Oh, man. That's done. Thank you, in Andy. In the oven, 20 minutes. Thank you, Andy. That was brilliant. That really was. Done. And be sure to tune in next week. We're going to have as a guest Tom Jackson, Chef Tom at BBQ.com. That's at BBQ.com. We're also going to be talking to Andy about some vegetables. We're going to be all eating too much. So we got to, you know, we got Thanksgiving, Christmas. We got to eat some vegetables for a week. We'll be talking about that next week. So be sure to tune in for T-Bone and Andy Groneman and myself. Thank you for listening. And as always, happy barbecuing and happy Thanksgiving. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.